broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is CW. Thank you for checking out the Midtown Business Radio Show. On this week's episode, I sat down with Vice President of Business Development for a company called Novatime Technologies. Brian Meharry joined me in the studio. We were talking about workforce management and time and attendance solutions that the company provides. Novatime Technologies is a workforce management software company, and they specialize in providing employers of all sizes access to tools that will enable them to track, monitor, report, and schedule their employees' time, including requests for time off, how much time they have left available to utilize, overseeing compliance with regulatory law, particularly around things like health insurance benefits, which we know are uh, a big deal today in the news. Coming up, Brian talks about why this privately held fast-growing company in the workforce management solutions space is able to go toe-to-toe with some of those big, well-known brands out there and actually went out uh, becoming the provider of workforce management solutions for a number of enterprises out there that you will know about for sure. And he'll share a little information about what we're talking about when we say workforce management as opposed to just clocking in and clocking out and sending it over to payroll. Novatime's been around since 1999. And yeah, as you stated, it is a privately held company. And we do business with all size companies across the country and outside the United States. We uh, are headquartered in Southern California, uh, just a a suburb of Los Angeles. I actually occupy one of our sales offices on the East Coast in Florida. And as you said, the acquaintance that uh, you you met a few years ago was uh, also here in Atlanta. So we're spread out all over the place. And we do offer uh, unique opportunities to customize solutions with customers based on their needs, not based on sort of a one-size-fits-all big box feeling that you're alluding to with our one of our main competitors, ADP. Once upon a time when our industry was founded, it was a time in attendance. It used to be the old clocks on the wall. You right. punched the clock yeah. and people knew when you came and when you left. And that was sort of the extent of it. Today, with remote workforces and globalization and people working from home, the breadth of, of our industry has changed dramatically as the needs of the workforce changes. So for example, we have employees that are out in oil fields and they need some way to clock in and clock out. So we have remote devices that allow that type of geography to exist for employers. We have apps that allow employees to punch in and punch out. We have something called geofencing where it's important once you get to a job that if employers want to track that, you can see when someone approaches a geography, a zip code, a location and automatically logs them in. And then we still have the clocks on the wall and everything in between. So the time and attendance element has even gotten much deeper. But but more than that, things like scheduling of time, setting up a schedule for the future and managing that as it relates to healthcare and, and other things has become very complex these days. So scheduling your time, tracking your time, managing your time, and then of course, making sure that you allow your employees to request time off and all those types of things. So the comings and goings of the workforce is a big, big challenge today in workforce management contemplates all of that. Stick around. We got the full interview with Brian Meharry, Vice President of Business Development for Novatime Technologies, coming up next. I'm talking with Brian Meharry. He is the Vice President of Business Development for a company called Novatime Technologies. And I actually became familiar with the company several years ago, made an acquaintance, became friends with him over time and learned over the past four or five years a little bit more about what the company does and how they were able to help enterprises, particularly medium to large. From what I understand, they've got over 16,000 clients using their application now, over a million employees being managed 
by the workforce management software solutions that they're providing. Brian happened to be coming to Atlanta for a, a client visit, I think, this particular week. And we had the opportunity to sit down here in the studio. So I grabbed him on his way up from the airport. So thanks for taking some time here in the studio, Brian. Thank you, CW. Good to be here. And for the folks who aren't familiar with Novatime, give them a quick introduction to the company, what it's all about. Because from what I understand, it's a privately held company and maybe it's not ADP in size, but it certainly goes toe to toe with them winning out on a large number of high profile clients that you're doing business with. And being the size that you are, being privately held gives you some flexibility and the capability to truly customize your solution for your client. You don't have to say, this is our solution, fit into it. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Um, you know, Novatime's been around since 1999. And yeah, as you stated, it is a privately held company and we do business with all size companies across the country and outside the United States. We uh, are headquartered in Southern California, uh, just a, a suburb of Los Angeles. I actually occupy one of our sales offices on the East Coast in Florida. And as you said, the acquaintance that uh, you were you met a few years ago was uh, also here in Atlanta. So we're spread out all over the place and we do offer uh, unique opportunities to customize solutions with customers based on their needs, not based on sort of a one-size-fits-all big box feeling that you're alluding to with our one of our main competitors, ADP. When we're talking about the type of enterprise software that Novatime provides, talk a little bit about, it's not just timekeeping. There's a lot of things that fall into the responsibilities around that workforce management that we've talked about. So kind of give an idea of the breadth of of its scope. Today, that breadth is ever-changing. Once upon a time when our industry was founded, it was a time in attendance. It used to be the old clocks on the wall. You punched the clock and people knew when you came and when you left. And that was sort of the extent of it. Today, with remote workforces and globalization and people working from home, the breadth of of our industry has changed dramatically as the needs of the workforce changes. So, for example, we have employees that are out in oil fields and they need some way to clock in and clock out. So we have remote devices devices that allow that type of geography to exist for employers. We have apps that allow employees to punch in and punch out. We have something called geofencing, where it's important once you get to a job that if employers want to track that, you can see when someone approaches a geography, a zip code, a location, and automatically logs them in. And then we still have the clocks on the wall and everything in between. So the time and attendance element has even gotten much deeper. But, But more than that, things like scheduling of time, setting up a schedule for the future and managing that as it relates to healthcare and and other things has become very complex these days. So scheduling your time, tracking your time, managing your time, and then of course, making sure that you allow your employees to request time off and all those types of things. So the comings and goings of the workforce is a big, big challenge today and workforce management contemplates all of that. And so it's benefits, accrual, managing over time, paid time off, all those types of things. All of those types of things. So anything that has to be tracked, measured, reported, feeds payroll for payment, feeds reporting for compliance, anything that manages the comings and goings of your workforce and and how you manage it based on your own policies or state policies or federal regulations, uh, you name it, all things have to be complied with. I saw on the website the different verticals, if you will, that there is at least a measure of focus on agriculture, finance, government, hospitality, healthcare, manufacturing, retail, and others. So it is fairly wide, but each of those, I would imagine, particularly when you look at 
things like government, finance, healthcare, and some of those, there's probably some specific requirements around regulations maybe that, that come into play. And I guess you've got to be able to accommodate those. Yeah. You know, you have company policy. So whatever the, the, the laws of the organization may or may not be, there has to be adherence to those. That's in a general setting. Then you have unions. Um, a union collective ar- arrangements, uh, collective bargaining agreements that have to be complied with. That's where you see a lot of manufacturing and some other things where those rules need to be uh, put into our system so they could be adhered to. That way, someone can't log in early. They can't log out late. There'll be messages that pop up advising the employee they're about to do something that steps outside of the confines of the policy. So that way you can ensure that you don't you have that compliance at all times. And then you get into a lot of federal regulations, wage and hour and some other things where mandatory breaks, lots of things where the government is saying to employers today, you must comply with these regulations and ensure that your workforce does, even if your workforce doesn't want to. And so the fact that you can track that and measure that and report on that makes it very, very powerful today. Now, a term that I've heard around this kind of space is human capital. Does that are we talking about the same thing or when we talk about human capital management, is that something different? I would imagine based on the, the terminology, we're talking some measure of overlap. A lot of overlap. Uh, human capital management is a, is a buzzword today that's it's pretty broad. Workforce management sort of folds within human capital management. So you would have um, a human capital management uh, situation where you're managing training, you're managing benefits, you're managing learning, uh, you're managing payroll, HR, enrollment, all those types of things, as well as workforce management. So uh, each of those things I just mentioned are, 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 are very broad and very deep in their own right. When you put it all together, the sum of all that is human capital management. And so when we talk about an enterprise solution like the ones that Novatime Technologies provides, is, I guess, is there some measure of, you know, I mentioned the, off the top that it was fairly heavily customizable. And based on some of the things you were saying here, I would imagine there's a bit of a process up front when I sit down with my client to learn about all the special requirements within their workforce and their particular arena. Is the relationship one where I sort of select the elements of the solution that I need, I guess, based on where It's where a little bit more complicated than that. What we do is we take the responsibility to configure the system to the routines, rules, uh, workflow, uh, their policies, their accrual balance requirements, um, and how all of this is going to live within a human capital management world. So we walk each customer through the process. It's not like you go in and buy software and and download it and sort of have yeah. to select boxes. It's right. a much more complicated system process than that. We we deploy our system consultants, our solution consultants to sit down and walk them through that process. We call that process SurePath, which means we provide a sure path to get them from whatever they have today, which includes nothing, all the way to the desired outcome that they're looking for, leveraging our technology. I would imagine that there's a lot of times where you're going through that process that you describe as sure path that you are illuminating problems that they didn't even realize they had. It's very common, CW, that our customers don't even know what questions to ask. We're in this industry. This is all we do. 
And so not only do we provide them robust tools, uh, we provide them with some talking points and self-analysis to go through to make sure that they are actually asking the right questions of themselves. Mm -hmm. So for example, who approves time off? If that person's not there, what happens? So there's a workflow element to those little simple things. Then there's the other questions are, are are you complying with the laws of the land? Are you complying with your own policies? Are you complying with your own handbook? whatever region our customers are in, are you complying with those federal, state, and local guidelines to ensure that there's no issues? One one of the biggest issues that our customers have is that they're not in compliance. They don't even know it. Yeah. And and that's why I was wondering about that, because I'm sure that as you get down into all these questions you want to know about, you know, in terms of getting the lay of the land about that particular enterprise, it might seem at first to some of those executives that you're dealing with, why are they asking me that? Um, I just need something to track my employees' time. But as you say, some of those elements can really come into play and put you at risk if you're not tracking them correctly. And and with the new healthcare law, for example, that, that created a whole layer of requirements and tracking, things like that, that your your system's got to be able to handle. Yeah, the you know the process of sitting down and, and having you know what we call as part of our sure path process is the kickoff meeting, and that's where we take an inventory of the current situation as it resides today. And and very often there's gaps, so we'll ask a series of questions around cer- certain topics. Uh, what happens with how, how do you accrue vacation? How do you accrue overtime? How's overtime approved? Um, what happens if the approver is not there? How do you manage your work, remote workforce? How do you make sure that your remote employees are complying with the policies of the company relating to punching in and punching out? Those types of questions. A lot of times they say they don't know. It's very common for our customers to say, yeah, we're just not sure. So we help them not only uncover what those questions are, but then let them know what the best practices are. Just say, you know, companies of your size and your industry, this is what we see commonly that relates to your situation, and here's what we'd recommend. Of Mm -hmm. course, it's up to the customer to decide, but we we go beyond providing technology. We provide the expertise to help them set the system up so that they have what they need as a desired outcome. Are there some particular elements as it relates to the, the workforce management component of an enterprise where you tend to see as you get into these conversations with your onboarding client that we we usually run into some of those gaps you talked about here, here, and here? Do you, do you, do you see certain themes sometimes where there's it's not unusual to find uh, uh, we're not monitoring this or we're not tracking that as we as we thought we should. Yeah, a lot of we see a lot of abuses and things like um, approving of time off. Um, a lot of times people take the time, but it's not approved. Um, there's a lot of times where schedules are established for a workforce, and there are certain shifts that don't have anybody scheduled to work with them. And no one realizes that until the day of. And then, of course, the supervisor <laughs> panics and then everybody's right. cell phone okay. blows up. And, and so we see a lot of that. We see a lot of, um, you know, accruals not being tracked properly. We see a lot of uh, people not understanding what their overtime costs are. And so as a consequence to that, um, their, their overtime cost gets greatly inflated because if there's no mechanism to track, report, manage, 
um, over time, then it's ripe for abuses. So we see lots of things like that just in the day-to-day interaction with the employees. They can get cleaned up pretty quickly. I remember when I first started one of my bigger operations roles a number of years ago, One of the it was a bit of a turnaround situation. One of the places that was a problem that I quickly identified was around overtime and employees were actually putting on their schedule and they were putting in overtime ahead of time. Do you see what I'm saying? It was, they were scheduling overtime. It was like, whoa, 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 we, we're not going to schedule and plan for overtime. We're going to manage that a little, little bit more real time than that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty surprising to me that at the supervisor management level, um, how little oversight goes into tracking and managing and improving overtime. And if you think about how big an expense that is for any type of employer in any industry of any size, that's why people are gravitating to the workforce management industry. You know, that combined with uh, Obamacare that you mentioned earlier um, has made it very onerous on, on the poor employer today. And Obamacare in of itself has driven customers of all sizes to to our industry. Talking with Vice President of Business Development of Novatime Technologies, Brian Meharry, with me here in the studio, learning about workforce management and the, the technology solution that the company provides to employers. Are there particular segment in terms of size of enterprise that would need to consider the solutions that you provide? Uh, not from a size standpoint. You know, if you have all, if you're a small business with all salaried employees, uh, you typically do not gravitate to us. Um, if you have hourly employees or if you have a remote workforce that has interactions that you want to track, um, then of course you, you would gravitate to us. As you go larger and larger, you know, through the midsize, you know, two, three, four hundred employees and, 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 and beyond into the thousand employees, um, the needs get very complicated and very diverse. And, and, and those types of consumers use all of our technology, all of our processes and leverage all that we have uh, to manage their needs because they are very diverse. Um, if you have people outside of the country that you want to make sure that you know when they're they're logging in and logging out, if you want to just simply make sure that there's something called a buddy punch where someone can, to, yeah. to, your buddy can punch you in yeah. to make it look like you were at work, but in fact, you weren't there. If you have those types of concerns, the, the access part of our technology gets a lot uh, talked about, but it's really the strategic value of the software that allows you to leverage things like your scheduling and your tracking of your overtime costs, your salary costs, um, predicting now under Obamacare your eligibility. Um, you know, if you're under 30 hours per week and, and, and projecting who's going to be 30 hours and how they're getting there, do you want to schedule them or not? Right. That has an impact now on your healthcare costs. So think about the world we live in in 2016, that you have a part-time employee who's now designated full-time as they approach 30 hours and how they go over or under that 30-hour window is predicated on or, or drives now their eligibility as it relates to benefits. And I guess the employee can kind of percolate and go above and below that line. And I guess that creates uh, the complexity around that if type un- of person. If unmanaged, absolutely. And so what we're educating our customers on and people that we're talking to, and when I speak at conferences, this is a pretty common topic, is how do you, how do you take care of the needs of, of the customer's business, making sure that there's adequate coverage for the workforce, yet at the same time, you don't have not only overtime costs, but now you have 
eligibility eligibility for benefits spiraling out of control. So this is another cost driver for Obamacare. It's not just the premium cost. It's now who's eligible. And so if you don't manage that time closely, you're not going to be paying attention to who becomes eligible or who will remain part-time if they stay under the 29 and a a half hours. So that's really an important driver as to why people have now come into the workforce management arena and all shapes and sizes of employers and all um, verticals um, have that need. And as it relates to when you become a client, is the is the software is it living in the cloud? Is it something that's being installed on premise? How does that how does that flow? Yeah, we offer both. We offer an on premise uh, solution, um, which is pretty popular with our government sector clients. Um, we see obviously the on premise. Uh, software offering diminished dramatically. We offer a complete software as a service and hardware as a service solution. And 97% of people that do business with us today take advantage of living in the cloud. It would seem that you get that much more security and that much more big data uh, analytic type strength that comes from having it reside in the cloud. But am I wrong on that? No, you're you're correct, CW. A lot of a lot of our customers and a lot of things that we're doing for our customers now is helping them capture and share uh, that data. We call it Nova Analytics itself. So uh, we are a believer of managing that data and doing something productive with it for the employers. So, you know, there's a supervisory management element to the workforce as it comes and goes. And then there's the strategic value of this information as it applies to executives as they make sure they are managing and forecasting future costs relating to their workforce. Talk about some of the tools that you deploy through the solution, Brian, as it relates to how they get to do some of this, managing their benefits and the various things that they have to worry about. How does the, you know, get into the guts a little bit? Yeah, there's lots of ways for that interaction between uh, a a supervisor and their employee to occur. One is is an employee can log into their laptop and they can, um, through a secure link, log in and punch in um, and log in. And um, and and that login is recorded and automatically fed into the system. Others is the clock on the wall. Access control is a big part of it, and we have, um, you know, a multitude of options for customers to based on their on their needs to select a clock. Uh, it could be biometric, if, uh, fingerprint options, hand scanners. There's all kinds of things with cameras. There's there's multilingual products that can uh, be presented to an employee to log in a language of their preference. So that a clock on the wall is still a popular item within our customers today. Then you have apps. Um, those apps can request time off, and 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 you can track your time. You can look at your your time off balances, and you can have that relationship in a virtual world with your your supervisor if uh, that's how you choose to do that. So there's all kinds of things. Um, as I said earlier, out in the field, we have handheld devices that can go in. You know, we have uh, the San Francisco 49ers and their event staff, as an example, use um, uh, our handheld devices to manage their workforce as it. Re- as, as it changes every day in in, in a stadium setting. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of things um, uh, to help um, manage uh, the relationship with your employees that we provide. Now, are there the ability for them to use, I guess, some measure of their own devices in, in some cases? Because it sounds like some of the interfaces coming through a browser, I would imagine, a lot of the time for some of the cloud-based application. So if I have my own device, so I don't necessarily have to 
pick up hardware or I guess there's both options. Uh, yeah, there, we have a lot of customers that come and do business with us and don't put select hardware. They just have the PC and their own device that they use for, for like a, uh, you know, an Android or a, an Apple uh, device that they can use for apps. Uh, you can use that. Uh, we do not interact with any other hardware. For example, clocks on the walls, you have to use ours because they're highly configured and customized. That integration between the cloud and, and the device on the wall. Uh, but those apps and the PC interactions, they can be used on any device that uh, the customers choose. Now, as it relates to business solutions, obviously one of the big things that um, an executive is going to try to look at when it comes to do we invest in this or not is what's the ROI on my spend? And I would assume based on some of the things you've been talking about, both from mitigation of risk, uh, if I'm if I know that I'm being compliant with regulations, I'm not going to have to worry about paying fines and different costs that come with that. And, um, you know, where do they where do they get their return through utilizing a solution like what you're talking about here with it's really, it really comes in a couple of forms, and you mentioned one of them. Obviously, you know, most executives, their number one responsibility, I know mine is, is to manage risk. Um, and that risk comes in many shapes and forms. So if it's a risk as it relates to uh, not adhering to a policy, that would be a risk factor. If it's a risk to not adhering to a union collective agreement, that would be another risk factor. If it would be just rampant abuse to, of cost, um, you know, where you want to keep and manage these costs and keep them under control um, and comply with the desires of the executive team relating to salary and expense, um, that would be another risk factor. And then, of course, the government um, is busy making all sorts of legislative uh, uh, requirements for all size employers and compliance with those or non-compliance with those is another risk factor. So making sure that you comply with your stated policies as an employer, um, the the policies of your industry, uh, the policies of a union or, or unions if they're involved, and then, of course, the policies of the federal, state, and local governments are all baked into some escalating cost drivers that these these solutions help you negate. You know, I know you got a few minutes left before I have to get you on to your appointment. When you're talking about some of these solutions like the geofencing, for example, and being able to log in and, you know, being tracked somewhat by my mobile device and things like that. I mean, how are, how are you seeing the reception to this kind of technology in the workforce now? I mean, I know for me, when I think about these things, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. It's changed so much. Um, but I mean, I guess some people might say, oh, it's big brother creeping in, kind of watching me. But though, I guess in some level, some of that's necessary, but how is it being perceived in your experience in the workforces today? Yeah, that's an excellent uh, question, um, CW. We see, uh, you know, that issue of Big Brother comes up often by the employees. And, and what we tell all of our customers who are contemplating this type of solution or have, have, have acquired it and are getting ready to deploy it is the communication on what it is and what it isn't is key. Obviously, it's an employer's obligation and responsibility to manage risk and to manage costs. And and these tools, as we, as we discussed earlier, help them do that. Communicating that to the employees is helpful. Letting them know that one small part of it is that they are where they say they are is true. That's part of the risk mitigation process. And so when you, when you sort of take that issue and put it front and center, the adoption and understanding of the employees goes dramatically higher. Um, we, we used to see a lot more of clocks on the walls um, feeling like Big Brother because that was just really punching in and punching out. Now these tools actually facilitate the relationship between them and their employer slash uh, supervisor, and they see it as helping them. 
having the ability through an app to request time off and seeing your time balances is a tool that helps the employee manage their life. Mm -hmm. So they could sit at home with their spouse and they can determine, um, hey, we want to go on vacation in two months. And I don't know if I have enough time accrued to take that time. And I don't know if I could get that approved. So they can actually can sit in the living room of their home and plan their vacation and have that interaction with their supervisor without having to wait to go back into the office. So they now today, the contemporary workforce is starting to look at this and say, boy, these tools actually help my relationship with my employer. Mm -hmm. And in addition, we respect the fact that it helps them manage the risk. From what I understand, I'm just beginning to become more familiar with the workforce management space. And from what I understand, at least most of the time, you're getting committed into a relationship with the provider through which you work, uh, your your workforce management solution, typically a multi-year arrangement, from what I understand, at least with the big players. What have you found through the clients that came to you, many of whom have come over from some of those big, major, big-time global brands that have been doing this for years and years and years? What, what have you found as a theme when clients come to Nova time and and get turned on and become clients of your solution as to why they're glad they did. Well, flexibility is one of the key things that we hear a lot about when we ask people why they why they have chosen to do business with Nova time and why did they stay doing business with Nova time. Our, our customer retention is very very high, and 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 we ask them why. We're interested in that answer, so we make sure that we don't change the way that we govern our relationship with our customers. And of course, when someone decides to do business with us, we always try to understand what that issue is. And flexibility in being a a business that just can work directly with another business in a way that makes sense. We don't nickel and dime them. You know, we we have contracts that provide cost certainty. So if you have a three-year contract with us, we're not going to raise your price for three years. So you've made a commitment to us. We make a commitment to you. Some good old-fashioned values as it relates to that. You know, we are a very large uh, provider in the workforce management industry, but we don't behave necessarily like one. We, We still think of ourselves as a nimble, hungry company that wants to be easy to do business with because we're dealing with very serious issues and very serious risk mitigation products that are governing ever-changing compliance needs, the last thing that we want to do is clutter up that relationship with onerous regulations that we impose on a customer. We're a business just like everybody else, and we do have contracts, but those contracts are fair, and, and, and we provide the flexibility that our customers seem to enjoy and gives us revenue certainty as we provide our customers with cost certainty. If you want more information about Novatime technology, you can go to novatime.com. Their website's got a bunch of different information about their solutions, all kinds of great info about these various topics we've been covering today. Uh, the company's also on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google Plus, so you can link up with them there and get access to more information that they're sharing through those platforms as well. And if you're checking out the podcast today, if you've not done so already, on the upper left-hand corner of the show page, you'll see the app logo. That'll take you over to the Midtown Business Radio Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us so you'll get the weekly download uh, on your device when you uh, when it gets posted up and you're on your way to work or walking the dog, whatever the case may be. You can check out these executives that we are introducing you to along with these awesome solutions that will help your business. Any final thoughts before I get you on to your appointment this afternoon that brought you here? 
I just want to thank you for taking the time. It's been good to speak with you, CW. Thanks. Well, everything I've learned about the company myself over the last couple of years makes me pleased to have you here, Brian, in the studio, learning a little bit more in depth about the company and the various ways that they're able to help the businesses that use this solution. So uh, thanks to Brian Meharry and uh, my man, Kyle Glave over at uh, Nova Time. For the folks out there who made us a part of their day today, I want to say thank you very much. We really appreciate you investing time in us. Hope you turn around and share this information with your networks, particularly on LinkedIn and places like that where uh, business leaders are going to be. You might just put some information in their hands that really makes a big difference for their business. So we will say thank you in advance for that. Brian, we'll catch up with you maybe sometime at a trade show or something like that. We'll run into you there. Thank you. All right. Well, everybody out there, make sure you make an appointment to see you same time, same place next week. We'll see you then. 